Welcome to Kinkyology. This is season two, episode seven. And tonight's episode is called If I Were a Boy. Now, I do have a special guest coming on. So they will be here in a minute. But uh, you all have me all to yourself for a second. So, so we're on episode seven already of season two. That is so amazing. So for everybody that has just been following along with this journey of mine, I appreciate you so much. Don't forget, if you enjoyed tonight's episode and you haven't seen previous episodes, you can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just Google Kinkyology, and it comes up in a lot of different places. Um, so let's see. Last week, I talked about how I got the name Kinky Kid. So that episode, my guests didn't have a great connection, so I really didn't get what I wanted out of that episode. But I still have some really good feedback from that episode, so I really appreciate that. Um, tonight, we're talking about, um, we're going to talk, we got some good conversation for you tonight. You know, I love to keep it kinky. What's up, Nurse Kim? I always get excited when I see you. <laughs> I don't even know you, and I love you. Your support for this podcast has been amazing, darling. Amazing, yes. Um, so we have some adult conversation where some of you all might not relate. Some of you all may have questions. Some of you all may not understand, but that's why I do this podcast, so I can educate you all and get you all to understand things that you might not have ever really thought you needed to understand or respect. But so many things are changing in this world that we live in today. You know, I'm almost 50 years old, and a lot of the things that we had back then, you all don't have. Like, even children not knowing how to write in cursive. You know, like, what? You can't write in cursive? I saw a meme today, like, don't talk to me if you don't know how to, if the only thing you know how to write in cursive is your name. I mean, that's ridiculous. They're only teaching them how to write their names in cursive. But tonight is not about cursive. Of course, it has something to do with um, sexuality, um, orientation, you know, things like that. If I were a boy, like I said, if I had a dick, if I woke up tomorrow with a dick, what would I do? Like, I used to ask myself that question. Yes, I really did. Because I just, you know, being that I like girls, sometimes I never wanted a dick. I liked liking girls as a girl. So I never wanted to not be a girl. I enjoyed being this girl. But if I was a boy, oh, let me tell you, the beast I would be, you know, I would know that it's so much more to sex than a dick. Dick is not enough. And so many men don't get that. So if I were a boy, I would educate myself on things besides my dick that I could use to please a woman. So me being a woman, when I mess with women or when I have sex with women, I don't mess with them. I treat them real good. Um, I, I have a tongue, you know, so I made sure that my tongue was talented. And that helped me be better to women <laughs> when I could do amazing things with my tongue. So that's what I did. And I love women. 
and I teach men and women, hey, Tyreek, honey, how you doing? Te-te-mula. Tyreek Te-mula. I like that. But yeah. So when I coach men and I teach men how to eat pussy, I tell them, and I've mentioned this a few times in the podcast, when you go down on a woman, I want you to make love to her like the only thing you have is your tongue. Because that's the only thing I have. And I make women come a lot better than a lot of men that I know. You know, men think that, oh, she had an orgasm. No, that's not how we work. Just because you nutted doesn't mean she nutted. Just because she's wet does not mean that she is nutted. So it's really important for you to educate yourself. And that's what I do. I teach people how to fuck. Well, I go a little deeper than fucking, but I like to call it fuck. You know, you're like, oh, let's make love. No, I want to fuck. I want to get nasty. I want to I want to get sweaty. And I don't want to say dirty, but I want to get sticky. You know what I'm saying? I want to lick on you and you lick on me. And I want us to just rub against each other and, you know, get our juices all intertwined with one another. I think that's the way you're supposed to do it. And a lot of people don't. You know, they're very neat. <laughs> I don't want neat sex. You know, I used to date this guy. His sex was actually good. But he used to fold his clothes up when he took them off. I want the type of motherfucker to just rip his shit off, let the T-shirt be on the headboard, the pants on the floor, your drawers in the bathroom. I want to find your clothes. I don't want them to be in the... I don't want to see you neatly unbutton your shirt and take it and... You folding up that shirt and mom laying here butt-ass naked? I used to hate that but the sex was actually good sex but the, the the presentation of it was so like if this mr rogers ass motherfucker don't hurry up and get in this pussy you know what i'm saying so i thought that was always funny you ever had somebody fold their clothes up before they have sex with you like that was just a little neat to me I, i'm not gonna say neat i did say neat but i just i, I was really concerned that the sex was gonna be like folded up clothes like, it wasn't going to be amazing sex. It was going to be the type of sex where you got to take your time and make sure everything's good. But he was, you know, it was good. I didn't have an orgasm because back then I had a sick coochie. So I wasn't having an orgasm. You feel me, Tyreek? Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I had a sick coochie, so I did have an orgasm. But he did, from oral I did, but not from penetration. Um, so that sometimes can break some break a man if they care. Because some men don't care that you don't have vaginal orgasms, honey. Some men just don't even know. They think that, oh, she wet. Oh, it was some cream down there, so she must have orgasm. No, no, that's not an orgasm. No, that's not an orgasm. We as women, we can ejaculate, we can gush, and we can squirt. And none of those equate orgasm. None of those equate orgasm. And some of you all don't do none of that, nor do you orgasm. So the reason I got into this was really at first just to be a champion for women. And I have, get your nut, my, that's my little slogan to women. Get your nut, because he's going to get his. So you have to know or make sure you do everything you have to do to get your nut. Because you deserve a nut. You sure do. It is, Nurse Kim. It is bad, isn't it? But am I telling, am I, am I lying? Tyreek, uh, Tyreek, is it, wait, Tyreek, 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 yes, Tyreek, okay, I'm just making sure I can read, I saw some two E's and a K, like, you know, like K, quesadilla, K is to madre, that is what is your mother, that would be quien is to madre, <laughs> that's terrible the way I'm speaking that. 
anyway so yeah i like to have sex i'm really good at having sex and i'm not good for them i'm good for me you know um <clears throat> i'm not one to send naughty pictures i don't say i've never taken a picture of my pussy and sent it to somebody i don't like dick pics for one i get I, I get unsolicited dick pics all the time. And that is disrespectful to me. For one, is I, I don't know. I don't care how pretty your dick is. I don't care how big it is, how amazing you think it is. I will never open up a piece of mail or a, a folder or a picture and be like, you know what? I want to suck that dick right there. That one right there gets to get this wooakta. You know what I'm saying? I have never seen a dick that made me want it. It made me want to go beat the fuck out of them. It made me want to choke them until their little dick turned blue. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen a dick or even had a dick. I've never had a dick that made me just want to suck it through a picture. Because most of these dicks ain't doing what they think they're doing anyway. So dick don't excite me. I'm not a dick girl. And I'm a dick woman. I suck dick. I teach people how to suck dick. I'm known for being a dick sucker. But do I look at dick and be like, damn, I want to suck that dick? No, I don't. That's not how that works. I look at the individual to make me want to suck that dick. Because a lot of times that dick don't do what I needed to do. Well, now that, I, now that I'm where I'm at in my life, I make the dicks a lot better than they used to be. It could be a fake or someone else. Yes, it could. Yes. So um, if you all don't know who I am, I am the Kinky Kid. I am a kink educator. I teach people how to have sex for a living. Um, my main class is my kinky suckers class where I teach women how to suck dick. I am I have a throat chakra that is off the chain, so I have a very deep throat. And I teach women how to take away their gag reflex, and I teach them how to take dick. But I'm more than just a dick sucker. Even though that's what got me popular um, was my dick sucking skills. And in that skill set, nobody could ever show you a video of me sucking their dick. See... I have to remind people sometimes, I'm not freaky, I'm kinky. And being who I am, I don't get off on the things to get you off. I get off for me because he's going to get his nut. So I can't base my sex around his pleasure. I have to base my sex about around my wants, needs, and desires. Because regardless, he's going to get his. And in him getting his, and me getting mine, which I know what I need, I'm able to give him his. But if you just try to do all the things that he wants and needs and desires, you're going to be left with a toy on your clip when he sleep, or you're going to have to masturbate, or you're going to call a nigga to come fuck you, or you, you know, get a chick to eat your pussy or some shit. I don't know how you do it, but if he gets that pleasure, you should get it too. I wish you could come to my class too. As a matter of fact, you all, I actually today, I canceled my Atlanta, um, my Atlanta class, I canceled it. Um, so I took down, I didn't I take them down in Kinky Land. I don't know if I took them down in Kinky Land, but I canceled it. Uh, I had some people saying they wanted to go, but nobody paid. I'm not about to go and fly all the way out somewhere and on the guest that you say you're going to pay. You said you wanted to come. Yeah, I didn't come. You didn't pay. Hey, I'm not coming. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't move for free. I don't do it. So nobody paid. I canceled the event. So, um, but I did have some people say they wanted to come. So maybe next time when I get a few more people who understand to get somebody to travel to your city, they have to have a reason, not a word, 
but actually, you know, prove, hey, give me that, give me that money so I can know, okay, it's worth me coming out there. I can't fly out of the state on the whim, on a, oh, I might, or I'm going to try, or I got some people who want to, I need to know. So I pulled back, but it's cool. It's okay. I'll make it happen another time. So I'll be moving around. What's up, Bryson? How you doing? You was in Atlanta last week. I used to um, dance out there. Ooh, ooh, 1995, I think. 1995. I used to dance out there. Good money. Uh, when is where is your next class? Well, I am in Chicago. So usually people book me. I do a lot of group parties, like a group of friends, bachelorette parties, girls' nights out, ladies' nights. But I also do private classes. So I do Indiana and Northwest. I mean, I do Northwest Indiana as well. I've actually been as far as South Bend from here in Chicago. Um, and I also do virtual classes. You can um, check out my website if you want to know a little bit more about my classes. I teach a couple of different classes. My most popular class is my Kinky Suckers class. And I also wrote a book about it called I'm a Sucker because I'm really a dick sucker. And I'm proud to be a dick sucker. I love that I can suck dick the way that I do. And I love that I ain't had to suck a lot of dicks to prove it. I just was good to the ones I had. See, I don't have to suck all the dicks. I just got to suck the dicks I suck right. And I suck them so good, I wrote a book about it. And the majority of my adult life, I've been eating pussy. So I must really be a good dick sucker. <laughs> but I am, for real, I am. But it's because I, I teach women how to fall in love with the dick. But this is not a sucking dick episode. Okay, y'all, my guest is here. Okay, y'all. Yes, you got to move over a little bit. You're not all the way. Um, come this way. There we go. Yes, we got Rock Karma in the building today, you all. So, hey y'all love from the bay yes okay i am excited for this episode i'm getting that book get it make sure if you don't have the other one you get this one too this one is 365 ways to keep it kinky and here i get 15 different types of orgasms women can have at least six kind and men can have it's not a chapter book it's something kinky and naughty you can do it's actually over a thousand things you could do in here but it's 365. A lot of you are getting complacent in your relationships and you get stuck doing the same thing over and over. This book will give you kinky, naughty, sexy, crazy ideas and stuff to do in the bedroom. And it got a really cute picture of me on every page with the orgasm. The guy who um, drew the book cover, he actually drew me. Ain't I sexy right there? Ooh, that's me, y'all. Y'all ain't ready for that big girl. That's that bitch used to be on stage. Like, yes. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you could go to my website. Did I not put it on the um, page? Here we go. Is that it? Yeah, www.thekinkykid.com. Okay, so tonight's episode is called, well, I told you all who this is. This is Rod Karma. And tonight's episode is called If I Were a Boy. Would you like to introduce yourself and do the honors? I'm nervous, so please forgive me. But yes, okay. <laughs> My voice is changing, y'all. In fact, girl, I went and got that shot today, and now I see why I'm so hormonal. <laughs> we'll talk about oh, okay. that next. Okay. But um, name is Ra. I'm going through the uh, gender appropriation sex change. And um, born a girl, hella female awkward, was a stripper, 
was in the game too, Madam Escort. I've been there, done that. You guys are probably seeing me. I just gained weight because of the hormones. But I always felt like a dude in a female's body. So came a point, life happens, and I started my process. I'm in my sixth month of the hormonal shots, but I'm going to get the surgery done this year before the year ends. And I feel comfortable. <laughs> but you I'm a dude in a female's body. I feel comfortable. Okay. Now, I, you said something that made me want to ask a question. Now, back in the day, I'm not sure if this is correct or not, because I'm ignorant on some of the things. I dated a trans man before, but never um, just really understanding everything that came, you know, understanding it. Just like, oh, you sexy. Okay, you look like a dude. Come on, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, what was I about to ask you? I'm at that age where when you think of something, you got to see it theater. You we got those senior citizen oh. moments. <laughs> yes. So look, do you have to have, I believe back in the day, thank you, Nurse Kim, back in the day, you had to have, you have to be with the testosterone for at least a year before you could have the surgery? You know, it's interesting that you said that because when I first started this, because I already had it made up since years ago, decades ago. I haven't talked to my son. My son is 22 years old. And I talked to him when he was 10 or 11. He gives the worst coming out story experiences. I'm letting him know, yo, your mama likes women. He was like, mom, I already knew that. Okay. And back to my video game. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> so I tell him like, you know, how'd you feel if your mom got a surgery to become a man? I asked him this in middle school and he was like, well, you're already a dude in a female's body. Okay. And <laughs> And then yeah. before I got the surgery done this past, not the surgery, but I, before I started the procedure this past year, um, I said, you know, I'm going to go through with it. I'm going to start the hormonal therapy. And I told my son, you know, I said, is that, he said, it's actually, you're actually going to do it? And I was like, yeah. His response is, so when are you going to beat up my dad? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be tough enough to whip daddy ass. I, I'm, I'm a fighter. You know? <laughs> I'm so already, but, you know. Did you all talk? Will he still call you mom or would it be Rob? You know, he's still, he has to adjust, but he's not even adjusting because he's, you know, the generation that we grew up in, you and I grew up in, when we were younger, it was hard for people to accept transgender and LGBTQ. Right. And, yeah. and for him, like all, yeah, this new age, it just all come out and everybody's buying, everybody loving on everybody. I'm like, damn, I'm jealous. <laughs> you know what? And to be honest, I definitely understand because we did come out in a time where it still was kind of shunned. You know, you didn't see pretty women. You only knew the bull daggers, the butch women, the ones who were talking about fisting bitches and shit like that. You know, you didn't see lipstick lesbians. So, yeah, I eat pussy, you know, so I remember that. But um, we have a lot of people that don't understand. But I tell my uh, what it, what we went through coming out, and then with my daughter and son, I raised them with women, you know. And I remember so they son, knew and they accepted, right? Right. I remember my son was like in sixth grade, and I was like, "Well, do you feel weird not having a daddy to come home to?" He was like, "No. How can I miss something I never had?" I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but that's would, what's up though. They would never, I remember my daughter was in kindergarten and <laughs> she came home and the teacher said, yeah, somebody told her uh, 
gay men happy? And she said, yes, but gay also mean, also mean when two girls love each other. And the teacher was like, no, it just means happy. She, she was like, no, it don't. I read it in the dictionary, and it means more than that. So the teacher called and was like, oh, yes, today your daughter said that, you know, this is about gay. So my girlfriend at the time was a stud, and she went up there, is there a problem? And they was like, oh, I am so sorry. You know, it was really yeah. funny when it happened. But just some of the things that we went through where now it's normal to have a teacher. You can have a teacher, a trans woman teacher, you know, it's so many different things. Or your kid could be in the bathroom with a trans woman with you and things like that. Like, yeah, do you, what bathroom do you use? Right now, you for right now, a, for right now, I'm still yeah. the women for right now. But after I get the surgery, it's going to be a whole different story. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> And I still have to figure out what I'm going to do. There's two different types of surgeries to get done down there. I'm learning a lot today. Um, okay. I'm going to definitely get the surgery. But there's a thing to expand what you already have and enhance. But that comes with complications. I'm learning a you could, lot like, today. What you saying? Like, you can make your clip. Yes, you can. Girl, yes. What yes. <laughs> a phalloplasty. It's called a phalloplasty. But there's complications with that. I keep hearing. I have to get a second opinion. Okay. So we're going to talk about that. That's my next project for my okay. birthday next year. Talk about that when you learn more, but I am really intrigued about that because it is nothing sexier than a big ass clip. So if you could take your clip and suicide, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like uh, speaking about this, speaking about clip too, about the um, I'm gonna walk you through something because I had okay. I I, I called you earlier and I I, I he did not the, the person I talked to my doctor, I am switching over today was confirmed. Okay, um, okay good. but the, the nurse gave me my little final injection shot to get my shots every week because they're trying to accelerate. I'm okay. trying to figure out why I'm so damn hormonal. Um, they're supposed uh -huh. to give me so this small little bottle right here, mm -hmm. this is supposed to last you for a whole month. So every week you go back for a shot, they give you 0.25 of this whole thing. So it's supposed to last four shots. And uh -huh. you saw I was going through it for the past two weeks because they gave me the whole entire bottle for each shot. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so quick. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Bitch, he I'm sorry, he flashes. <laughs> Girl, I'm already sitting there beating people up for no reason. It's a lot happening. But one thing about testosterone for female going into the male gender, um, yes, it will enlarge in your clit. Yes, it will. So, yes, you're going to have, it's going to make, uh, I, I call it a mini dick, my micro you know? <laughs> It's fun though. There's a lot more this nerves going down there, girl. And your sex drive goes up. It's a lot I dated one chick with a big clit, and it was sexy. I really liked it. So I mean, I'm not a, a big clit is just I'm a little dick, you know. Girl, so my life. Your orgasm will increase. So even if you walk, there's a lot happening in your life. So be careful. So I'll just be sitting down and chilling to myself. Anybody watching know how to thigh masturbate? Is anybody in here able to rub one off using their thighs? Because you can. I have a video about this uh, on YouTube. And you can, uh, some women can just rotate their their thighs kind of in a little circular motion. And this circular motion can bring some women to a very nice orgasm. So uh, it is a 
a clitoral stimulated orgasm, but you use your thighs to rub the clitoris. So some women are very blessed to be able to experience this orgasm. If you are, congratulations. I, you know, you could be on a bus, you could be at work, somebody could be getting on your nerves and you could just, you know, rub one out real fast. I think that shit is very sexy. I myself am not one, but the way I just rubbed my hips a second ago, I feel like I might be now. Maybe my pussy's getting fatter. <laughs> But it ain't fat pussy. Like, I don't have camel toe pussy. I don't have the kind where when I pull my pants up, my lips just stick out. You know, but when you, I take them off, she there, you know. Um, so I was like, yeah, y'all got camel toe pussy. Well, I didn't get camel toe pussy. But I'm kind of happy. I probably would have been showing her off if I had camel toe pussy. I have semi-roast beef curtains. Like, they not... <laughs> Anybody know what roast beef curtains are? So, they not real roast beefy but they like they might be and that that's just the way my pussy been some people will see this and think oh that's a worn out pussy no baby this pussy was born ready to eat hello <laughs> anyway anybody have any questions so, that you will hi so don't mind me i'm sitting fan of myself oh okay. <laughs> that's those hormones Let's see, is anybody, I know you all might not have any questions, but I do have a qu uh, questions. So right now, what do you call your private area? Right now I call it a mini penis or a micro penis. And there's a oh. couple things with this too. I'm learning a lot with dudes with this too, because a part is, I mean, I've always felt like a man in a female's body regardless. Um, mm -hmm. And about me, if I look puffy or don't trip, I'm, I'm my, one thing about when you go through this change from a female to a male, it's um it really is a warning that it is um like going through male puberty, teen puberty versus accelerated menopause at the same damn time. Your hormones will be going haywire for a while. And so when a lot of females wonder why they get so tired and moody during their uh, time of month or lotus cycle, it's the progesterone, the estrogen changes. And so what happens for me for this period is that um, and this is new for me because I'm I'm in, I'm 44 years old. And so as you take the testosterone, the, testo the testosterone is going to take over the uh, progesterone and estrogen. So you will have no more period eventually. The period is going to disappear. So it basically is like a, a chemical version of a hysterectomy in a way. But in the meantime, you have these hormonal ups and downs, which is interesting. Um, and so where I haven't had a cycle for the past two months, and I'm cool, I'm happy. <laughs> It popped up again. It came back with a vent. So everything's amplified with testosterone. Mm -hmm. So if my eyes look red, face is puffier, gaining weight, yeah, it's still steroids. Mm -hmm. And with that comes roid rage too. So if you go any through that. Steroid, any steroid makes you gain weight. You know, even, you know, people I know with asthma who take uh, pregnant, pregnant issue, they gain weight. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's normal, that part of it. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm really interested in this you know like i said i i did mess with someone who's a trans man but i you know back then it still wasn't as like how it is now so i'm more comfortable asking and talking to you because like they were it but they didn't feel like wanting to explain why or how or whatever now the trans woman i dated they were all in we had great conversations because i messed up and was like yeah shim and it was like what 
I called them a shim. I thought it was cute, like a she and a him put together. And they said, no, that's very disrespectful. I was like, oops, I didn't know. I thought it was a cute little terminology. She's like, yeah, I'm going out with shim. <laughs> but that's just ignorance. I didn't know. So they schooled me on that. And that's when I started to really get into it and educate myself more on it and things like that. But I did. I dated a trans woman, beautiful woman, beautiful woman. And I called them a shim. <laughs> ignorance, just ignorance. So No, you um, didn't know. And it's okay. One right. thing that people need to learn, too, about the uh, transgender community and people, period, like we have to identify. So now we're using pronouns. So that's as long as you don't call us it, yeah, shim is equal to it. Don't ever say that. <laughs> I don't say that anymore. I don't say shim anymore, but I did that. I was just saying that I was, I was ignorant to a lot of things. And even though I was under the LGBTQ um, flag, you know, I still called her a shim, not knowing that that was disrespectful. And once I found out, I never did that again to anybody else. So ignorance, you know, come sometimes without us trying to I wasn't trying to be disrespectful I wasn't trying to hurt their feelings I actually did think it was cute um so don't call somebody trans a shim or him don't say it yeah, yeah. but you know what Every, everybody's learning together because one thing about this too because I'm a part of ambassador for Oakland pride I do like you know how we have San Francisco pride they have Atlanta pride and LA pride in fact our yeah. pride's coming up next month um, and so we're all in this together. So I'm learning a lot, even on this journey, because even other transgenders, other uh, queer lesbians, everybody, we're all in this learning together. So this is all new for everybody. So don't yes. ever say it's a mistake or don't feel ashamed because we're learning together. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I was a little, I felt a little bad that I did. Cause again, I thought it was cute, but it was more ignorant. Now you did just um, mention pronouns. What pronoun do you use? Him and you know it's funny you say that. So him, his, he, they, and there. No more she or her. But okay. for some people, I give a pass. Go to like for my. I told you about my uh, my my gay um, homeboy. I went to have sushi with last weekend. We're go way back. Some people still have to adjust. I give you a pass. Go a little bit. They try as long as you try. Just you have to. That's like me knowing your name. Like keep mispronouncing your name. But yeah, give it a minute. Yeah, females, I'm not really tripping off of dudes, whole different story. So okay. yeah, you're gonna call me him, homie, homeboy. They no more, she ain't beautiful, whatever else, and gorgeous, no, no more. Okay. For dudes. But if a chick you date know or see you and be like, hey, gorgeous, you can take that. They, they can be gorgeous too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, have you ever had penis envy? girl <laughs> that's something about the surgery yes indeed so i'm debating because a couple things here i actually returned to the oath of celibacy for a while just because i can heal from trauma and things like that i'm going through this process i'm doing some uh soul searching um okay. it's been a long time coming but um who i mean i've had dicks before i have a 22 i mean come on we, I've, I've been in the game I, i've seen what i want to do but you know like one thing that you bring up in conversation, like, you know, just because you have a big dick does not mean like you know how to use this. This is all new for me because right. I've been having my insides change and switching out and a whole different sensation. So I have to learn things all over. Now, are you so kind of nervous? Are you going to pick your size dick? That's where I'm stuck at. So what? OK, so there's two different procedures. 
features you can have. The one they sit there and actually just form your, use your own parts and don't add to and just use the insides of your, um, your, your insides of your uterus or they rip the uterus out. They, they take that birth canal out and rip it out and add your, your nerve endings from they pull your, it from um, the outside and other things. They pull it out like this and they give you a dick. Whatever you're, 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 you're pulling, you're pulling your insides out. Okay. You will no longer have a uterus. That's okay. But all that other stuff, they're going to add your nerve endings. Okay. It's still sensitive. If I had some conversation play with a couple transgender shoe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. There's no guarantee. I might have like a big dick though. I don't know. I feel some type of weight. <laughs> so right, what if you that's a natural surgery. Huh? What if you got a little skin? I still don't use a strap on. I don't know. <laughs> Go I, mean, it out. I don't know. Heavier, have more skin than somebody who's small, or you know what I'm saying? Or what if your insides are like malnutrition and a lot don't come out? I don't know. I'm not, that was weird to me. I'm just, Hold on, say it again. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I don't even know what I just said. I did eat an edible. So the other one is, can you pick your size dick on the other one? And if you could pick your yes. size dick, what size dick would you want? I got to think about that because we both had big and small. I don't know because I met some big ones. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then we have Say the small again. ones. And you the bag, please? Size does not always matter. Let me let me tell y'all a true story. So I have dealt. Okay, so, we, so you you can, can you can confirm this because for me, the biggest dick I've had was on a German dude. He had damn near 12 inches. That was a damn near horse. Like that was too much for me. That's a lot going on in his life. He was white. And then the smallest dick I've had was a, a brother. For, for the Latino dudes, oh, this is good. But for my last, my we're talking about best partners. We talk about the, but for the absolute best partner, we talk about best partners, the best sexual experience I've had. And he was a close friend for 15 years. I told you about who person I broski. He was he's uh -huh. Asian, he's Chinese, Japanese, and white. But he had like a um he had a, a above average and he just knew how to hit all the spots. I, a through Z. I, he would have your head spinning thinking about your life and think about world peace. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, black men don't have the biggest dicks. The biggest dicks are actually Italians. Then you have blacks and then you go into Chinese men. So a lot of people want to hold on to this, but actually Italian dicks on an average are bigger than yeah, Italian. But people are people because I've seen some dudes or some black dudes that have girl like this right here. You know, oh, like, what this I'm saying on an average. That's why I say on an average black men are known to have not only just the length, but the girth as well. Because you can have some men who might have length, but they don't have any girth. So, you know, it's like a carrot, uh, you know, a, th a thin carrot or something like that. So, <laughs> You know what? Even with that, though, even with the size, regardless, if you're not into that person, they have they could have the, the, a big or nice size girth, but still don't know what the fuck to do with it. I'm like, I wasted two minutes. I could have been at home watching Netflix. Right. I was gonna say you would want to get a nice to me. I would do um, seven and a half, maybe to eight, because you want something and you want it to have a nice girth to it, because you want it to feel it, her to, her, you know, her to be able to grab onto it. So you don't want it too skinny. 
you know, but you want something. Now, don't get me wrong, because a five and a half, six and a half inch dick can hit that G spot in a good way. So even if it is little, just let me know and I will help you come with a really nice rhythm to fuck her really good with whatever size dick you get. But if you get a big one, we're going to go way past everything. So don't go but overnight. But you know the only thing about that. So there's two different. The, the thing about the procedure. So if I do the main procedure, I just, I just made a lie. So I want them to tell me what. Don't come in here and tell me I made a lie if you ain't man or woman enough to tell me what the lie was. Because I don't have. What's to the lie? lie? Who said what? I, I, can't, I can't see. The, I can't see the I comments. I don't lie. I don't have to. I don't need. No, she don't lie. I, I stand. I'm. Hey, I speak the truth. I ain't got nothing to lie about. So what is it? That well, you're as, telling as me the, about? Oh, as to each their own, I'm not going to judge nobody. But my thing is about those two procedures. So when I could do it with having my stuff pulled out naturally and it's a minimal complication. So if I get that uh, phalloplasty and have that addition put on, that's where everyone's given different complications for me to even perform. For you to, to do, say that last part again. Okay, so it's two different procedures you can get. So when I choose to get the bottom done, for the uh, natural part, if I use my own body parts and pull it out, so say whatever they have, whatever I have, I have, it's mm -hmm. least complications. If I get the, the phalloplasty, it's going to be a chance of a lot more high risk complications. So there's a difference. Then am I willing to take that risk? Least complications. But because either one of them, it's not like you're going to be able to ejaculate, right? Well, it's keep just... in mind, I had a brain aneurysm surgery this past year year and i had a stroke and i had heart arrhythmia and thyroid cancer right. and there's other things that contribute you did surgery did you <laughs> you're like well i'm shocked anyway let me just wake up and look like a toasty like be in my truth, and there's man. something i wanted to sit there and say for i saw a couple i'm looking at the comments now and i really appreciate you guys for being on here for the dudes don't feel embarrassed that's nothing i'm going to talk about too because a, a part of me getting this transformation done because of, as much as I've been through, you know, my story, uh, I know your Jasmine. story. Yeah. And, um, I'm, 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 I'm done with the do thing. I'm just, I'm tired of trying to pretend to be something I'm not. And my thing is like, as I let myself know, I'm, I'm let, let people know it. I participate. I, I support the gay flag. I'm in everything. I'm hella gay. I keep attracting dudes. So I'm thinking that, okay, so now that you know that I'm trans, forming into a dude you already know that i'm a dude in the female's body you know this all along i'm attracting even more dudes which doesn't make sense to me a lot of men fuck studs but i'm not okay so what do you why do you see i'm honestly you don't look like a stud yet you don't look like a man but you have some i mean you're in your way you i know? have a masculine energy i know right right no i'm, I'm starting to see with your face filling out and you're getting a hardness right here but I'm saying still with your hair or your your eyes are still, you know, like, wait till you get that. You got to get that, <laughs> that, that, that man look. <laughs> but it's not going to work because even for the dudes, they know, like, even for my doctor. So my doctor I, is my ex. And right, he's still I trying to sit there and fuck on something. How does that work? Even I wanted to, that's what I was about to talk about. Even though these men know that you're in a position turning into a man, man they still want to have sex with you. So we had we you reached out to me and we had a conversation. And the way I answered that conversation is that in my studies and in my knowledge, see, I'm not just some bitch on here talking. 
because somebody called me a lie, but there wasn't man or woman enough to say what the lie was. So I can explain whatever it is that you misconstrued. Because what I said, I ain't got a lie. Now, if you didn't like it, that's one thing. But don't you try to call me out if you ain't man enough to stand behind it. Because I stand on every motherfucking thing I say. Understand that. So anyway, in my education, because I don't just do this for fun. I am a, license, a certified life coach and sex coach. So I don't just do this for play. But anyway, so... Uh, if a straight man is dating a trans woman, he is not considered gay because that trans woman is considered a woman. So if you, as a trans man, you know, if you mess with a guy, you're gay, <laughs> you know, but if you, if a woman messes with you, they are not considered to be gay. And I do or have heard that some trans men find it harder to find girlfriends than they did when they were women. Now, do you think that that will change for you or not? Have you had any women interested in you during this transition or any who've been curious about what you're going to be able to do to them when you're done? Everybody is curious, but right now I'm in, um, and you remember the, uh, the story, the, the hungry caterpillar and I'm in that hibernation mm -hmm. phase and I'm going through. Okay. So think about the, 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 the caterpillar who was going through that phase and eating everything, but this hid in a cocoon because they didn't have a chance to, to float into a butterfly, right? Mm -hmm. It's a hibernation phase. Right now I'm doing a lot of, um, it's not just because of what I'm doing. This has been a long time coming for spiritual healing, for mm -hmm. a healing from traumas, several traumas, mm -hmm. and um, getting comfortable in my own skin. But it's not just because that whatever choice I've made, I'm kind of burned out on whatever I was groomed to be in the past. This is just a personal decision. So I still am attracting a lot of energy though, which is interesting, but I'm not taking, yeah, but mm, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I recognize energy. I don't know. A lot of female energy. I rec no, it's not female energy. It's just, I say very kindred spirit healing energies. People like identify with certain things. I'm just, I'm very funny about who I surround myself with. Just like you know, you know, you know a lot of people, but does not mean you really are close to people. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're, you're very, yeah. And I but, had to um, stop. Yeah, I'm attracting. I used to hang around a lot more people. I always had friends over, always had a house full of people. And as I got more on my spiritual journey and got into myself, I realized everybody's energy is not good energy. And I had to eliminate a lot of the energy that was around me because people who smile in your face and talk about you behind your back. Or I remember when I first decided to get on social media, you know, people had negative things to say about it. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Ain't nobody. You don't know me. You don't know what I can do. You know, let me do what I'm doing. And then, oh, can I be in a video? Oh, can I do this? Can I come over the next time? No, no. Remember? I wasn't going to be able to do this or I couldn't do this. So I just learned uh, probably about 12, a little bit before that, but to stop letting so many people's energy come around because their energy can disrupt your, your, your transition into whatever it is, your spiritual journey, whatever journey you on. When you have a lot of people, everybody is not worth being in your front row. That you know, part. Right? And I wanted to sit there and say something, speaking of that too, and you, I, I really have watched you for many years, for years, and I can't say enough that how proud I am of you and how strong you are, because as you tell your story, you know, a lot of 
the, the I call them sheep. Oh, yes, yes, yes. About that too. About that. So about that tattoo. <laughs> I got where's mine? I got my Me Too tattoo, and they've been following me long enough to understand this journey. And pre-me before the tattoo, and the me after the tattoo. And this isn't the first time that this has happened to me, but it was a time where I decided to put it out front that I'm not ashamed of the things that happened to me. So I got this tattoo not to brag, but to empower, to let people know. Still, I rise. You can come for me if you want to, but you can't tear me down. You know, you might have set me down for a minute, but motherfucker, I got the fuck back up. You know, and hmm. when I this amazing individual right here, their energy has been amazing to me. And they told me how I impacted them and that they wanted to get that tattoo. And I said, I, I think it's a beautiful idea. And when they got it with the muscle, I just thought that was amazing. Girl, I, you I are continuous confirmation. Even the day that it happened, that I told you what happened, that 13-year-old girl that I got it done and that mama yeah. came to sit there and that whole thing, that 13-year-old girl got raped and I was right there with the police, everybody, mm -hmm. you are not alone and you stand for strength because where most people are scared to tell their stories, you say for good and bad. And I love how you present yourself in professionalism and you speak from your soul. You're a strong chick. I don't know. You're yum yum. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was going to come out. <laughs> I, I, I stand for all those who have a voice and feel like they don't anymore or that they can't be honest or those who can't let anybody know or those who are afraid or even those who feel like wasn't my fault because these are all situations or ideologies that sometimes we even have. I've had, you know, did I, I had to go through, did I do something to make them think saying hello or smiling at somebody or being able to have a drink with somebody does not mean you get to drug me and rape me, you know? And a lot of us will take shame and feel like it's something that we did wrong, but I know all I did was be me and I can't help it if you can't handle me, but I can't allow your negativity to keep me from being me, you know? So I had to stand up in that and I've had you and, uh, uh this past month, I've had a few different ladies and you come out to me and just tell me how much I've changed their lives because well, their lives are changing because of me, you know, and that, that was powerful for me. And sometimes God sends us blessings in ways that we don't understand, but you have to sit back and see how things come. And I, I'm, I smile on camera, but every day I, I have some days where I'm not smiling. But God sends me angels or different people to remind me who the fuck I am. So to anybody who think I'm a lie, you just don't know who the fuck I am. So before you call me one, you need to Google me. <laughs> I'm and and I would just that. Neither just that the <laughs> legacy you speak because but I'll never forget the conversation that we had that meant a lot because the things that me and you have gone through and we have been through some trenches you went through it I went through it so our kids would never have to go through that so whatever happened you did not continue a cycle you broke a cycle you are there to protect your children you have went up and beyond I see those pictures I know that's love and you are a damn good mother you are the strength and you are generational curse can't tell me nothing and the people yes. who were not there to protect us, we sit there and do the same for our kids. That's what's going on. I really appreciate you. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting all emotional. Don't mind me. It's hormones too. I don't, too. I don't know. 
but it's sometimes some emotion put in there because we do for so long carry this trauma as our trauma. And I've said it on a podcast and I've said it on TikTok and I've said it on YouTube that sometimes bad things happen to good people. That doesn't mean that you are not a good person because something bad happened to you. And it took years of therapy. It took years of educating. It got, took years of hurting and looking in the mirror and seeing, seeing that I was beautiful through even through the pain or the shame that I carried for so long because of things that happened to me. And once I was able to stand in my truth, I liked it there. I liked it there. Because I knew that the things that those people were sick. I'm not sick. Well, I'm sick, but not sexually sick. You know what I'm saying? So I hate when I say, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I stand up for women who sometimes don't have a voice. And I want the, I have so many women who come into my inbox who message me and they can't have a good sex life because of trauma, because of this. And, you know, um, I can't say that if I, wasn't molested if I would have never went to women because I don't know that me. I only know the me that I am. And this me, I love some pussy. <laughs> and about that too, it's funny you said that too. I'm going to sit there. I've gotten that question at least about five times now from uh, lesbian, the lesbian culture. And even for gay men too, is that, you know, because everybody has a story. Because some people, like for me, some things have traumatized me too. I, I don't do certain things because of things that happened to me. But I've always, whatever change I made to become transferring to a dude. I'm, I'm, I always felt like a dude, like girls are playing with Barbie dolls. I'm sitting here ready, beating up boys and building houses and blowing up GI Joes and shit. But I've always, it's not just a tomboy. I've always felt not natural in my body, even as being a stripper. But you have so some people that ask, go, go ahead. ahead. No, so go some ahead. people have asked me, did um, I make this choice to sit there because the trauma I've gone through, did I make this choice to keep men away from me? That's probably reason number two or three. The top reason is because I was always born this way. I can't change it. I, ever since like even kindergarten, I've always like girls. <laughs> I always felt like a dude. So everybody has their own story. Some people have gone through trauma and became that way. But it's in your nature. You don't deny your nature. I hope Do that you, came out right. Yes, I thought you said that perfectly. Do you suffer from dysphoria? Is that what dysphoria is for you? What do you mean? Have you heard of dysphoria? I can barely hear you. Say it again. Or Dysphoria. Have you heard of dysphoria? Yeah, I've heard of it. Do you suffer from it? Do you know the understanding of what it really means? You know, I did for a while. But um, I think once I remove myself from situations, I actually start to find me and actually learn and just take a break. Mm-hmm. Now I can sit there and heal properly. So no. So dysphoria. For anybody who doesn't know, dysphoria is for when you have some women who, when they look in the mirror, they don't see a woman. They see a man. Now they don't feel like a man on the inside, but on the outside, they feel like a man. And then you have some men when they look in the mirror, they feel very feminine. You know, so it's not feeling okay. Take that back. Okay, take that back. <laughs> so you okay? Yeah, look into dysphoria. I know some people who who have battled with it or whatever, and it does it ma it makes you queer, but it doesn't mean you're gay. And some people don't understand that as well. Um, to stand in queerness doesn't ever mean that you will actually sleep sleep with the same sex. 
Okay, well, can I have both things? I've always liked females, but then like, even for like, even my exes, I told a couple of my exes account, like I'm a dude, cause they always wonder like, you know, most females have hella coach bags and hella high heels and shit. And I'm wearing, I don't know, wearing um like male clothing. I don't know. I just, I feel like a dude, but I also like women. So is that, how do you consider that? So I, some, uh, that's just what I mean. When Mama. I was 18, 19, you know, I am, I used to be really good friends with the brand. So when we would go places like how they dress now, we were in cross color, we were in use, we was in damage. You know, we had now we weren't wearing them backwards, but they were if we were 32 at the waist, our pants was a 40 or 42, you know. We had these big old pants and but we were very feminine in our boy clothes. Now you have some women who like to feel who feel masculine when they dress like men. But no time when I put on my clothes that I feel like, yeah, I'm a man. So I know that I'm not trans. But it's nothing wrong with people. I know people who do feel like that who are not gay, bi, or um, never mess with the same sex. But when they look in the mirror as a woman, they see a man. So that is uh, the definition or the way that I describe dysphoria because everybody who suffers from it or has it doesn't actually want to be the opposite sex. It's just when they look in the mirror, they see themselves. They see the masculine features on them. They see things about them that are not feminine. They don't see the femininity. And then when it's a man doing it, they, they look and see feminine features, you know, you have a lot of pretty boys out here. You have some men who look like they're, um, are you back on? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, hear me now? Go ahead. Okay. You have some men who are pretty boys and they look like their mothers, but that don't mean that they're gay, you know? So it's just really learning and getting to understand as much as you can about the, the different things or whatever. Um, so I'm happy we were able, were able to touch on some of these subjects. I have some other questions. Let's see. Uh, do you have any pre-tea advice? Now, tea is testosterone for anybody who doesn't know. But for somebody who might be thinking about it, what are some things that you wish you would have did different before you started on this journey with testosterone? So I have actually, you know what? I have no regrets about the testosterone, even with the overdose thing going on right now. I'll figure that out. Main thing is about before you start the procedure, you have to do a self-evaluation of the people around you. It will affect your hormones. You're going to go through heat flashes, mainly about peace of mind. So people that you know are going to piss you off. <laughs> you have to get the clutter out of your, your space. So again, it's about self-evaluation. And it's interesting because after I had that um, brain aneurysm surgery back in December, um, my whole thought process changed because the things that I can't, I just can't deal with a lot of foolishness. I had to deal, I had to let go of a lot of clutter. So that's why I'm sticking to people who are good for your spirit. People are going to be healthy and build you, support you, put yourself even for your work environment, your family, just make yourself into a peace, safe environment at all levels. But other than that, going through y'all again, and for the ladies, yes, you're going to sit there and lose your period, and things will be accelerated. It's going to go down. It's going to be yum yum. Yeah. It's going to be a fight, though. <laughs> I'm 
serious. But right now, it's the first time it popped up after two months. I feel some type of way, but now I see why. But overall, no, it, it's it's okay. So I was actually thinking about getting the surgery. I wanted to have it done. So at first, he said a year before I could have it. But since all this stuff has happened, now they said I could have it done as early as either September, October. But I'm getting a doctor for a second opinion just to make sure because of other situations. Mm-hmm. But um, started I feel that, good. When you started answering that question earlier, is the reason that they're allowing you to get it sooner? Because I had asked you, did you have to wait a year? Is because you've actually been knowing this for a long time. It's not like this is new for you. It's just now you've made the choice to actually go through with it. No, the hormones have to kick in. So they're going to have you get um, a full blood panel every... Oh, that's another thing too. For females turning into dudes. Mm -hmm. So um, our iron levels change. For a lot of you guys, during our our cycles, we get anemic. So it's just because of hormones. And sometimes you take iron pills, okay? It's normal. Drink wine Yeah, that's all dark. And take uh, iron pills, whatever. So once your period stops, this is where my doctor messed up is that um, he said that, you know, once your period stops, just stop taking iron pills. Bad idea because the hormones are still in there, but just still fluctuating. So all my anemia came back like full load. I was like, I'm about to die. So I had to get back on um, iron, on iron right now. So I I told him, I said, for at least about a a few months out, even right now, my period came back for some reason, my, my body's still battling. You have to go through that change. So once your period stops, at least for about six to seven months, then you have to stop iron pills because then it becomes detrimental to your system. You can't do an overload on iron. Um, So once your period stops, you're good. But they will test you every three months for your blood panel for testosterone. So where a female's testosterone level is supposed to be anywhere from four to 48 or something. I forgot the, the, the thing or 39. My stuff's at 900 and some right now. And that's on male level. Which is good, it's normal. I thought it was crazy, but no, it's good, girl. I can sit there and build a house and just, oh no. You can build a house, that was funny. Girl, Lord that- have mercy, Jesus. Okay. But your, your whole, your everything changed. Got a lot of energy. Question about, um, I forgot what it was, but it was a good question. Maybe it'll come back to me. So that was really interesting to hear. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. So not only are you in the transitioning of leaving a woman turning into a man, but you're also, um, pre, uh, what is it? Uh, when we lose our cycle. You mean menopausal? Yes. Premenopausal. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all the symptoms, all the symptoms at one time. So you have puberty. Both of those clashing you right now. I'm, so I'm going. Yes, they 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 wore me, and I I thought they were playing. No, they weren't playing. So sex drive, heat flashes. Your body's gonna be confused. You're gonna sit there and keep from killing people on a might all and a cookie at the same time. I'm so serious. A mite all and a cookie. That was hilarious. Now, mentally, when you get feeling like you you tingle or something. Do you tingle for a girl or just tingle off of past thoughts or do you t- what do you tingle? T- something you saw at the doctor's office or at work or something? Okay, so right about now I'm a walking orgasm waiting to happen. But so keep in mind the male puberty thing going on. So your sex drive is gonna go all the way up. 
So I, even if you walk, even if you just sit there and look at the tree, all of a sudden some stuff to be happening, but mostly females, but I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> Now, like, is it re is really sensitive down there? So, like, when you wash her, do she be like, rub me some more? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, rub three times. You know, you give me, girl, give me one and a half. I'm good. I'm going to take a nap and just sit there and think about life. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, your body becomes more sensitive. All those areas down there actually the largest, all the blood flow. So, you know how men get, like, those um, um, erections and things like that? Same thing happened with your vagina as it does. As they sit there, I'll never forget after I had the, uh, the first month of the injections and I had to have a, um, the, the OBGYN inspect me just to like do the pap smear or whatever, just whatever. And she even noticed like you could tell it's like enlarging, like it really has grown into like a micro penis. Like everything's like it, the blood uh, flow is down there. Pink squad. What's up, big sexy? Um, that's really cute because I, I had, like I said, I've only dated one big clitter. It was really sexy and cute, but I have seen somebody's clit swell up like a little penis. Now that was a STD clit, you know what I'm saying? So the STD clit looked different from the big clit, but when you pull that, the uh, labia menorah and jura back from the clit and it stick out, yeah, it looked like a little bitty micro penis. It does. And so if you're already, if you're already like, I'm very extremely sensitive, I'm extremely sensitive. It gets hypersensitive on top of that. Like really, <laughs> like really, it's a lot happening. So I don't know if you, how many people do Kegels that are on this platform. I, I can't control the Kegels. Yeah, girl, them Yoni asks. I don't even use Yoni asks. I just sit there and stop all that. But my stuff is doing it uncontrollably. But you will sit there and have involuntary orgasms. Okay. That's a, <laughs> a problem. I like involuntary orgasms. <laughs> I like orgasms however I get them. You know, <laughs> I wish I could give myself more. I wish I could think myself into an orgasm. I haven't been able to do that yet. Um, I think I'm mind blind, but I do have third eye vision. So I battle with that sometimes. But yeah, I wish I could think myself into an orgasm. I'd be just thinking about nasty shit all day. Like I live in a lot of pain. If I could have like 25 orgasms a day, I'd be a happier bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's it. talk about What's chakra awareness. <laughs> but no, okay. So do you have camel toe or did you have a fat pussy before? And will you have- like, It's fat, but I keep hearing- Did you look down at it? <laughs> <laughs> Chilling. It's fat <laughs> I got something in my happy cup. I don't know. But Lord have mercy, Jesus. But no, I, I keep hearing fat and type. But yeah, she's. She, I have a cute little camel toe. I don't know. I'm just. Okay, I'm on camel toe, too from Any camel toes in here? I don't have camel toe. I feel. I mean, I don't know if I wanted camel toe. I don't really. I look at it, but I don't look at it like, damn, I want that. I look at it like, man, I can see your pussy print. You know, like I. Yeah, so I'm, I, I do look. I, I see more camel toe than bulges. I'm not a bulge watcher. Um, like, I don't be paying attention to men unless I see gray sweatpants so I can see if I really can't see they dick print in the <laughs> I, I don't even see them. But then I went to the gym with my man, and I was like, you can't wear gray sweatpants to the gym no more. And he's like, why not? I said, you know why the hell you can't wear those goddamn sweatpants to the gym no more? <laughs> 
You can't. I say any other color but gray. I say you can do dark gray, but you cannot do light gray sweatpants at the gym no more. Thank you, Mercedes. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome. Make sure you all follow me. Um, did you give me? Oh, do I have my Instagram? Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram too. I'm following back. And I want oh. to say too for you, a uh, kinkologist for Kinky Kid. Just thank you for having me on. This is actually the first time I've come out in a long time. I actually told my story, and thank you for having me. Like this really means a lot more than what you know. I thank you for being willing to live in your truth. I know when I asked you, you was like, I, I, I want to do it, but I haven't talked about it yet, but I'm ready. I'm ready. And I love that. You know, thank you. That just goes to show that you're ready. You know, you're not afraid of what the world is saying. Again, I told you, I've been told with some of my co guest co-hosts have come on that they like that my audience is open. You know, they're not, especially a lot of them watch me in Kinky Land. You know, if you know, you know about Kinky Land, I allow people to be you in there. You can't come in there. Yeah, I might have a guy who like getting, you know, who wants to masturbate with a dildo up his ass you can't judge him because he's not asking you to stick a dildo up his ass he likes to stick that dildo up his ass so in kinky land we had to learn how to give people their own space so you some guys will be like hey if you love it dude go good for you and some you know and if you don't like it scroll past but you don't have the right to disrespect it not in kinky land because we got everybody in there and i know right. i've been all over the spectrum. I am pansexual, so I will fuck anything if I like it. You understand that? I don't care what you got between your legs. I know how to make it come. <laughs> Whatever it is, I know how to make it happy. <laughs> I know how to get your nut. I know how to make you do some things you might even not know you knew how to do. <laughs> so I ain't afraid. What you got? I've had one of those before, you know what I'm saying? People want to say whatever, but I've been, I don't talk it. I lived it, you know, I fucked everything. And not a lot of them, just the ones I did, I fucked well. Let's put it like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, Mercedes, uh, thank you so much for checking in. Make sure you follow, if you are not following um, Kinkyology on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts, make sure you do it. I also have songs on Spotify so you can follow my music. I'm just the Kinky Kid. You can Google me so you can find all the amazing things that I do. I've been in this industry for over 25 years, and I've had my own company, Keep It Kinky Entertainment, now for 11 or 12 years. 11, one of those, 12 or 11. But I love what I do. I've been a social media influencer for a lot of years, and just like this amazing individual here, I have the joy of people letting me know how I've helped them in their life, how I've inspired them or gave them courage or gave them a strength or gave them, taught them how to orgasm or taught them how to suck dick or taught them it's a difference between being a hoe and being sexually empowered. A lot of women think that they're sexually empowered and they're really hoes. And I came out like, hold up, Jim Shoe. Fucking every nigga you meet don't make you sexually empowered. You're a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you do that. Thank you. I'm gonna follow you back if your especially if your name is the same, Mercedes. I got you when I get off of here. So I've been empowering women. I have over 800 videos on YouTube. If you've never seen any of my videos, I have three TikTok channels and I have a lot of videos on each one of those channels. I am Doug Kinky Kid on one on TikTok. I'm Doug Kinky Kid on TikTok, and I'm somebody else on TikTok. I don't know my last channel name. Um uh, I have 
TikTok, I'm the kinky kid, the kinky kid one. Uh, what else? I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. My face, I don't know where you're watching me from, but I'm on Facebook. It's Doug Kinky Kid. I have a Doug Kinky Kid page as well. Do you have an Instagram, um, Ron? Not yet. I still, I'm getting up tonight. Don't forget I'm changing everything. So okay, I'll make sure right. my son ban me facts. I'm watching his girlfriend. When you do, let me know. Um, yeah, so okay. I asked you a lot of good questions. Let me go through my little list because I wrote down a list because I want to make sure that I asked some things that I thought some people might be curious to know. Some might not care, but you never know, and especially with so many things changing. You might be at work and work with somebody who's transgender, and you not really – I don't want you to judge a person because of what you heard or think. Get to know that individual for that person because we all are beautiful on the inside no matter what. But we whether we don't like the inside we have or not it's still beautiful or we need to make it beautiful for us it's funny it's funny you said that because as i work for the government on my side i whatever i do since i made this change and uh i transitioned to a whole different department i'm the only female but turned into a dude but nobody had an idea that i am transgender at first and dudes are all cool with me i'm like one of the fellas everybody fist bumping but once they find out for some of them not all of them because some people have friends that are transgender, have been cool, understand the journey. Then you have people that try to ostracize you. And all of a sudden, we were cool before, but now you find out I'm like a, a turning into a dude, but I'm still cool. I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at. We can't say hi anymore. I can't be cool. And it does hurt. So just because I'm not like what you expected, I, I still wear dresses. I still wear skirts from for right now. I still might look feminine, but I'm still like one of you. I still, my personality is still the same, but don't sit there and ostracize me because I'm turning into a dude. And that's the whole thing about homophobia has to come in too. And it does hurt. Oh, yeah. I'll be worried about that from the dudes, not the females. I got so much love from the females and all support, all love. Everybody's on board. But for the dudes, it's been really interesting. So I've been getting the good for the people trying to sit there and still mess on you. But also, to the people trying to sit there and not fuck with you once they find out what you are. It's like, I'm not an alien. I'm still... So what if that was your, your son or your, your brother or whoever? Would you still do the same thing to them if they made the same decision? Still love people for who they are on the inside, not for this part. It hurts. I, I raised my children with women, so... Um, uh, I started dating women when both of my children, well, when my daughter was young, I started. And then um, when my son was born, I actually had a girlfriend. You know, I had a girlfriend. Uh, with, so he was raised from all the time with a woman. And I've been very blessed with that. But some people just don't understand. And I have had maybe some relatives on my daughter's other side of the family who weren't comfortable with their child coming to spend a night over my house like lesbian women or bisexual women wanted to touch little girls so a lot of people have misconceptions and they don't and they have ignorance and they want to make their own ideologies on what they think oh you have to be a pervert to be a trans or you have to be a pervert to be bi or you have to be a pervert to lick pussy. No, I'm just happier in the bedroom when I get up than you are. <laughs> you know, you know, mm -hmm. I, I understand that. And sometimes I get it by both. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, some of y'all not getting one and I get him and her to give me one. So now what? Okay. Um, I'm just luckier that I'm not afraid to bust enough with whoever want to give it to me. Um, 
and it's not just with whoever because then i would be fucking a lot more people i am very picky about who i let in here um because i realize everybody can't handle what you give them you're also from florida okay um nikita said that you get the book in class information you can i posted the website on here i'm not sure if nikita is still in here but you can post it if you want to big sexy is my moderator thank you so much that so she speaks for me when i can't get this stuff going on um i don't know what just happened okay so we're not we, we we've been on for a minute we did an hour and ten we're gonna wrap it up in a second we're not gonna stay on too much longer again i so appreciate you for coming on here um, I know we've been um, chatting back and forth for a while, so we've got to know each other a little bit better. And I think sometimes God sends people in your life when you need them. And you, you've been able to inspire me and, and, and everything in a short period of time just to kind of remind me who the fuck I am. And not that I forgot, but sometimes when life gets heavy, we we see the heaviness and not really who we are and i i'm so blessed to have you for you just to because you knew my journey and you've watched me and you know i appreciate you for having my back these last few weeks so i want to thank you for that i love you for this being your first time coming out to the world letting them know that you're transitioning and i've admired your transitioning i like what looking how you write about it you know i hope you get back on your youtube videos and let people who feel little girls who feel lost on their insides understand that it happens sometimes that they're not alone. So I hope I can inspire you to get that back going. And just again, I, I, I support you. If you ever need me, any questions, if we don't know, we'll find out together. I will support you through this journey in any way that you need, whether it's to laugh at motherfuckers or curse them out. I am here for you. I love your energy. You spiritually, spiritually what you have done for me you know so i want to give you that and a lot of people need to understand because this is something that got me on my journey to spirituality is i've known since i was born that i had a calling on my life i knew that i was a child of god and i knew that i would do amazing things in my life this was brought on me from the time i understood what english was i knew that god had a calling on my life so at a point in my life when i realized that i like girls when I'm going to church and Sunday school every week, how can I like girls if I'm a child of God? So I battled with myself because I was told that God did not like people who like the same sex, but I knew that I was a child of God. So me being a nerd and stuff, I realized I can't, something ain't clicking. God gotta love me because I, I didn't make myself like girls. I just... I just want to hump on her. You know what I'm saying? So I went on this journey. And that's when I started learning about spirituality. Religion is society's uh, definition of what they want you to know about God. Spirituality is each one of our own individual journey to God. And my journey different from their journey. Your journey different from my journey. I can't question your journey, but you need to go on your own journey. You know, I can't tell you what my God will forgive me for. He might not forgive you for because we each and everyone have a different journey. So anyway, in my journey of spirituality, I found that God loved me no matter who I love. Because God created all of us and we are all children of God. So when I got to meet you and see how comfortable and strong you are in your sexuality, even during... 
and your spirituality during your transition is just even further my my god in me you know anybody watch me on youtube know i am a kinky god and i'm a motherfucking beast you know what i'm saying i keep it kinky but i teach people how to suck dick and yes i eat pussy but God made all this shit. Understand that, you know, and, and, and I have people who battle with spirituality and battle with religion and think you can't do this. God made this stuff. He made these body parts. He created us. And a lot of you all don't use your 2000 parts. I say that because of Libra 2000. Um, but it's really important for you to educate and know yourself. For those who follow me, I appreciate you. And again, Ra, I love you. Thank you so much for what you've been. We've had some amazing conversations amazing conversations and i love to be a part of this just seeing your days when it's tough when you had you know you be you be up and down <laughs> and I be like, girl i'm about to be a bitch in about 15 more minutes when it comes to uh, the city council in about 15 more minutes about to go down <laughs> but i thank you and i really mean everything's a circulation of energy for you i'm gonna close this out for me because i just sit there and cut some people out but for you you are a pebble in the pond. So you think about, you, you know how people sit there and look at a pond and toss a pebble and you have the rippling effect. So whatever you bring, you sit there and reach other people. That's why you are so important and you reach out to people because you never know. You're telling somebody else a story. People are so scared to speak for themselves. You speak for people to where they can't speak for themselves. You about that life check. You're very yum yum. I don't know, I'm about to get emotional. I'm just sit there and try to be mean right now. So let me go ahead and get my paperwork together for politics. Yes, so I, I love you. you. If you guys thank you who stayed in, just thank you for listening to my story. It really meant a lot because I really am nervous. And but I really appreciate you. You did amazing. You were strong and powerful, and you know your shit, and you weren't afraid to tell it, and that's what made it so good. Um, I thank you again for sharing this with us. What's up, Footman? How you doing tonight? Yes, we're good. Um, so yeah, if you all didn't get to watch the episode, you'll be interested. Make sure you go back and follow it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, and, and my previous podcast. But thank you so much, Ra. Uh, hopefully, once you get a little further along, we can check in and see how it's going and get some updates and stuff and see which surgery you decided to get. Like, but you know, for me getting to know you, I would think you should take the one with the least complications. Both of for us right now. Be, yeah, both of us for right now. Get yourself right first. You got a lot of stuff going on. You mentioned it on here with your heart, your your brain and stuff. Don't 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 mess that, you know, get it all in accordance. And you will, because you're connected. You know, spiritually you get all that in order and it would be okay. But for your body, you got a lot going on. And being somebody who's been sick since they were 16 and stayed in doctors and in surgeries, I, it was one point where I had seven surgeries in like four years, you know, so it's really important to get to just do you, do you. Okay, you all. Thank you all so much. What's up, Footman? Uh, thank you, uh, Big Sexy. They said Kinky is the voice of the people, the kinky people. <laughs> Or the ones who want to be kinky and don't know how. I love you all so much. Please, if you ever like anything, make sure you share. You all can always support me. Uh, I take donations on my cash app, whatever. 
Y'all, I'm about to get out of here. Thank you. Go get your uh, politics on. I like that queer and political. You better you, you better tell somebody. Y'all know how I do it. I most definitely keep it kinky. What you say? Great conversation. See you next week. Keep it kinky. Live. Yes. Good night. <clears throat>